0: And Welcome Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Tuesday. I hope it finds you well. 800 All Allamericangold.com is the website. Uh, we got a big, big show planned for everybody today. Uh, some days, you know, we, we give uh, more information than others. Uh, we, we've got an update on banks that you are not going to want to miss uh it's something where those of you that remember my father-in-law jim remember jim he was a uh, man he was a character for for sure uh but martin weiss was one of his favorites you know my my, my father he was around before the internet you know he was out in in these in the gold industry before the internet and uh, he used to subscribe to all these publications, and one of the his favorite uh, was a guy named Martin Weiss. Uh, Martin Martin's no longer with us, but his his group lives on. His son now runs it. Uh, they rate a lot of things, okay? Uh, but but one of the primary things they do is they rate banks. And how they rate things, just to give people a, a, a heads up on how they do things. Uh, they rate them, you know, based on, okay, we're banks, and we're rating banks against banks. In other words, we're not saying, hey, you may get, a, a, as an example, hey, we may give you uh, a B-plus rating. Now, that doesn't mean that we think you're awesome or you're really good. That just means... Compared to the other banks, this is where we think you shake out. They rate crypto. By by the way, uh, there's no A's in crypto. The highest rated crypto they have is Bitcoin, which kind of makes sense. The second highest rated is uh, Ethereum, and and then everybody else, you know. And they're bad. It's crazy how many there are. But we're going to update you. There's a new number about uh, the solvency of the banks and the debate. The debate on whether or not your money is safe. And, and both, uh, this is something that he was on Glenn Beck. And, and both of them will tell you, man, do not have more than $250,000 in a bank. Just don't do it because it's not guaranteed. Uh, but we're going to also debate whether the 250000 is actually safe that's all coming up uh, on this uh, edition of the Patriot Patriot Radio News Hour but I do have breaking news you guys know I'm a golfer I love golf Uh, we you know we we have that new Saudi golf league I'm sure you have at least heard of it live golf Uh, they were paid hundreds of millions of dollars to lure a bunch of pros into this and and everybody was all upset cuz it it's the Saudi uh, investment fund that's the money behind live golf and of course they were like oh you know 9-11 and they murdered the journalist and of course Donald Trump a big live supporter now of course live played a bunch of events at Donald's places uh, but in absolute hatred between live and the PGA is apparently over yes the PGA and LIV are going to merge Jason because i guess uh, the PGA uh, the saudis aren't so bad because they're, they're they, they they threw billions uh at the PGA so now uh the the LIV PGA thing is over uh we're back to i guess uh one one golf league instead of two competing leagues, and all the all the bad things all is forgiven if you have enough money.
1: I think that sounds like a sad day. You should have two golf leagues. I'm telling you, anytime you merge into one, you only have one choice. It's it's not good for the the, the golf. Well, you got to remember.
0: Well, why why did they do it to begin with? Well, because they didn't like yep. the one choice, right?
1: I have a feeling Liv got in there and, and started discussing things with PGA, and PGA started saying, say, well, these are all the benefits of being the only player, so why don't, why don't you join up with us, and we'll give you these benefits. And I think that's probably what happened, you Joe. Know, you know, so the, the the two entities decided we're better at controlling this thing all in one, and I'm guessing uh, the, you know, the Saudis got a mighty fine piece of the action.
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, the uh, Brooks Kepka won the PGA Tour event. Uh, he's a live golfer, and I guess that was probably enough to say, okay, well, God, if you guys are going to go out and win majors, we better get everybody back in the fold. Uh, but, yeah, so it's just kind of uh, interesting, all the details. They are just they won't give specifics other than billions, right? You know, when, when it starts with uh, a B, all of a sudden, uh, you know, how much golf can you afford, right? I guess that's going to be the... The uh, the big thing on all of this, uh, of course, uh, I think the best tournament in golf right here in Arizona, the the ISO, uh, but the I guess I'll be correct, the waste management open. Uh, it's how It should be, which is one big party. Uh, but having said that, Coinbase and and have both been sued now by the SEC. If you guys have been wondering about why crypto's been getting hammered over the last few days. Uh, that is why uh, the SEC bringing charges, alleging that the uh, crypto creators broke U.S. security rules. So any doubts you had about crypto being independent, I think that's over now, Jason.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like the stock market. You know, the IRS de- deemed uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, you know, is an equity, so... You know, it's it's yeah. going to have the I same. Mean, they, they, let me let me just market. read it
0: to you because uh, you're right, James. They made it real simple. Coinbase. We allege that Coinbase is is subject to securities laws, Co-mingled in unlawfully offered exchange broker deals and clearinghouse functions. Hey, you can't do what you want. You're a security. We'll be back after this. 800 Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Tuesday. Quick look here at the markets. The Dow is down not a lot, uh, down about four points. Uh, the S&P's up eight. Uh, the Nasdaq's up 40. Gold's up a couple of dollars. Silver's down a couple of cents. Uh, it's a pretty boring Tuesday in the markets. But as you know, uh, we've been warning now the second half of this year we are going to see the next leg of the banking crisis start to unfold which is why you gotta check out our good friends over at y refi uh... something not correlated to the stock market not correlated to the banks not correlated to interest rates doesn't care are they gonna pause are they not gonna pause how many more banks are gonna fail are more banks gonna fail or is my money safe? Is my uh, if I have less than two hundred fifty thousand, is that safe? We're going to talk about that next. But check them out. Investyrefy.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at eight 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 Yrefy twenty four. That's eight 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 Yrefy twenty four. And and Jason. Uh, you got to remember, I wanna, you got to have fifty thousand, right? We we all know that. Got to have at least fifty thousand. You can use uh, an existing IRA. Some of you can even use a four hundred one k. That's what they told me. I I'll, I'll try to get more clarification on that the next time I talk to Lane and his guys over at Y Refi. Uh, and again, after this clip too, I'm going to give you my Joey was on yesterday. I'm going to give you his number again. I'm telling you, listen, I I I don't beg people to do anything. You know what you need to do. If you've been listening to the show, you still haven't bought gold and silver. That's on you, right? That's on you. I've been doing this for over twenty years, and guess what? It's been a pretty good deal for twenty years, and you know what? It's going to be a pretty good deal for the next twenty as well, because it's the same problems only magnified uh, after this clip. There's a couple of calls you're going to want to make. First, you're going to want to call us. Then you want to call Joey. Then you want to call y I Get your crap together. Stop being lazy. By the way, Joey's number 602-909-9048. So, as we, we alluded to, this is White's Ratings. You guys can do this on your own. You can go right out to their website. You can see all the ratings for yourself. They have been doing this, I want to say, for 50 years And, Jason way here. But if everybody was listening to Weiss and not the Federal Reserve, I think they of of the since the financial crisis, there's been over 500. And I think Weiss called all but a, a few, right? Only they only missed a handful.
1: Yeah, Dallas Brown is going to cover all of that in this clip that we're playing, and I find it interesting because you know even Weiss Weiss is a ratings agency that's keeping an eye on this stuff. You know, the Fed does keep an eye on this stuff, and so when I was watching this video last night, uh, it occurred to me: well, the Fed's doing the same thing. They don't like to say it out loud, but I've mentioned a couple of times: seven hundred and twenty-two banks were fifty percent or more underwater with their assets as of third quarter of twenty twenty-two. And so this November guy has 20, a different 22. number, right? Right. That's 2022. 20 so so we I was just going to say, Joe, we're we f- we're further down ahead. the 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 road now, and they're going to. This guy, right. Dallas Brown's going to have another number, and it's, it's it just seems to me that we've increased that 722. I'm going to let Dallas Brown give the number up, but it's 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 showing that this is a rapidly deteriorating situation, Joe.
0: Yeah, Stanford updated the number earlier. At, at half the banks, we've got a new update there. And I just want to point out to people, Jason's so right, the Fed's supposed to do this. Do you know that the three banks this year, you know the big three, they weren't even on the Fed's list of troubled Banks uh, through the Freedom of Information Act request. Uh, Martin's Wall Street on Parade. Jason, they got a hold of the Fed's list of the, the because the Fed doesn't tell you. They don't want you to know if your bank's on the list or not, right? Because what would you do if your bank was on the list? Well, I'm going to get my money out of there, right? Which you know, heighten the process. Those three right, which banks weren't even on the list, Jason.
1: Which I find interesting because we're going to play the entire clip, but at the end of the clip, there's Dallas Brown and Glenn Beckers like, "Hey, by the way, if your if your bank is on this list, don't pull your money out." And then I was sitting there, and Brooke was sitting there with me. I was like, "Well, if my bank's on there, that's probably the first thing I want to do is pull it out." Why are you telling them these people not to? You go, "Well, well you don't want to cause again." The we're going to get let's to that. Listen, let's not
0: ruin it. Let's not ruin. It. We're going to get to that because it's an interesting <laughs> debate. I'll, I'll tell you, the, the, the debate they're having is interesting. Let, let's get to the clip.
2: All right, here we go. All right, Dallas Brown. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you?
3: Hey, Glenn. How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so I don't know if you know uh, much about me, um, but I tend to think that we are uh, running a shell game uh, with our banks and our Federal Reserve and and our uh, central our central banks and our Treasury. Um, And I think we've done such damage to our banks, and they are just printing money to keep everything looking like it's okay. I saw your... So that's my point of view, so you know where I'm coming from, and I want you to correct me, uh, you know, and and enlighten me if you have anything better to say. Um, I have not heard of Weiss ratings before, but I know you guys have been around for about 50 years. And in the last bank crash... I think you guys were the ones leading the way saying, trouble. Is that, isn't that correct? Yeah, so um,
3: we did. So I, I can get to both your points really quick, but let me, let me just jump in and tell you who Weiss is and what we've been doing. So this, this analysis we did isn't something that we just did one time. We rate banks and many assets, stocks, insurance companies, bonds, and uh, crypto daily. And so we see the movement that happens based on liquidity of banks, capitalization, stability. And so we're, we're very vigilant. Our analysts are very vigilant about this. And so Weiss has been doing this. They started rating banks in
1: 1971.
3: Great. And we, um, so Martin Weiss is the founder. And his father, actually back in 1930, his name is Irving Weiss he predicted the failure of the Bank of the United States. Mm. And so that's where the catalyst of this came. And so in 1971, he got together with his son, and they started rating banks for safety for consumers. And so we rate every bank. And so it's not just bank; it's also credit unions. Mm. And so in 2008... You know we
2: we named in advance warning all the major banks that failed during that financial crisis I mean you you were the I think the only guys that said Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers are going
3: yep yep so it was it was like weeks before um, Bear Stearns and it was like a hundred and some odd days before Lehman Brothers and we announced that they they' they're gone like it's 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 an end game with them but since 2008 there's been 539 bank failures. And we have given advance warning on 535 of those, and Jeez. some of those other ones were fraud. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so th- this isn't this isn't something that we take lightly here. It it's important. It's important for consumers. But uh, I we we kind of agree with you. It's it's not the bank's fault. 100. It is it is the government. It is the government forcing them. Um. To push this money out, not letting the free market play a key role in, right. in regulating the banks, um, and they and they just keep stepping in to protect banks, protect them from the market, and it's created this monster that's going to be tough to fix or save. Honestly. Right,
2: and it, and it's and it's only really benefiting, at least at this point, the big banks. Everything keeps getting folded in to these banks that we said were too big to fail, and so we got to make them smaller. Uh, back in 2008, they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it feels like we're going to end up with, well, just a Bank of America.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, ho- hopefully that doesn't happen because that's not good for anybody uh, in our country at all. Right. I, I was talking with um, a president of a regional bank not too long ago, and he was talking about a nationalized bank. And I'm just like, why Why are you even talking about this? This is this is not something that, that we want to be discussing. Like, Correct. We need the privatization, yeah. So, so this, go ahead. This is what we found. Yeah, this, this is what we found. So, is because of how quickly they raised interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of banks that are holding bonds. And when someone comes and does a bank run, or, or, or we have a lot of people taking out deposits, Especially ones that have high uninsured amounts. so that's people yep. that have over 250, um, the banks are having a crisis. And if they don't have the liquidity or they don't have the cash to cover those like a typical bank run, they have to sell their bonds. And on their balance sheet, the bonds are marked or held to maturity. and so they have them marked as if they were going to sell them in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years. But then they have to take them now and they take a loss, right? And so after that, if their money that they're taking exceeds the capital, it's a game over for the bank. And then somebody has to step in and save them. And we only have two options. Either we bail out regional banks if this starts happening, or we sell
2: them to the bigger banks and we, we lessen the free market. Okay, so this is, what, this is what I read, what, a week or two ago. 1,210 institutions, that's uh, banks and, uh, uh, and um, what do you call them, uh, credit unions, yeah. uh, that's 12.8% of our banking system got a red warning flag signaling risk of imminent failure. 3,000 received a yellow warning flag indicating risk of failure in a financial crisis or recession. And forty-five banks, forty-five percent of all banks and credit unions, were deemed vulnerable. Well, if the twelve point eight go down, then you have a financial crisis or recession, and that just triggers the other three thousand, does it not?
3: So, so a lot of these banks are teetering, right? They're getting they're getting uh, loans from other banks, or they're selling their uh, assets. To be able to cover if any type of run happens, so what we're saying is there are twelve percent or twelve hundred and ten institutions are at a point where if anybody decided to start pulling money out or or we had some sort of small panic, they're not surviving. It's not happening, and that is that is a lot to do with the fact that they don't have the liquidity based on the short term and long term demands on their bank. And so when when we rate banks. We, we have five different ratings, and there's 154 different data points we look at within that rating. And then we compare them to the stability across all of our data on those banks. And so we compare 6,000 data points to figure out what is the stability of this bank. And then we rate every bank A through E. okay? And so A and B are more stable. C is in a vulnerable. That's the yellow flag, right? mm mm-hmm and then D and E are the red flag. But there's 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 quite a bit even in that yellow flag that if we hit a recession or we get come into a new financial crisis, they do not have the liquidity or the cash on hand to be able to survive.
2: So what does that mean to the average person? I've been telling people no. don't don't pull your money out of a bank unless you you know unless I, I think you're foolish for putting more than...
0: Go ahead, Joe. So, before we get to this point, because we're coming up at the end here, and this that we're going to debate, I want to regroup here. So what they're saying is that there are the red flag banks. Okay, These are banks that, according to Weiss, hey, any... Anything, anybody starts pulling deposits, these banks are done. There doesn't need to be a crisis. There doesn't need to be a panic. You start pulling money out, they're done. Then they have what they call the, those are the red banks. Then they had the yellow bank, which was, hey, a recession, a crisis, those banks are done. I'll give you the, I want to reiterate that number and then we'll get into the heart of this. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, this is White's ratings uh, updating bank. So they have uh, what they call grades A through E. Obviously, E is F. Uh, but they they what they call red, yellow, green. Okay. Red is hey, anybody starts pulling money, this bank's done. In other words, they're in, they're totally insolvent. That that's red. Now, in the red, I will say this: all of the E ratings were credit unions, and um, and just to point that out. Now, again, uh, we've talked about uh, credit unions a little bit in the past. Uh, they're a little different than banks. They operate a little differently. Uh, and, and the problem with the credit unions, really, it, it just ends up being size or lack thereof that gets them in, into trouble. Uh, but there are 79 of those, okay, 79 credit union, And these are going to be mostly super small ones. The, the banks, these are what they call Ds, D minus to D plus. Six hundred and four. So yeah, you, you know, you add you add the two together. That's six hundred and eighty-three banks out of the four thousand. You know, a little over four thousand plus. Because you got to remember, uh, some of these banks—they say our banks aren't banks. You know, Schwab, things of that nature. But anyway, those are the ones that 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 are already there. But didn't they have what they call yellow? In yellow. 1,959 banks. So yellow is, hey, any hiccup, recession, commercial real estate, uh, just anything like that, interest rates go too high, these banks are done. That brings the total to over 2,640 banks. Uh, so again the the new number if you will is now well over half of these banks in other words what weiss is trying to say is hey these banks right now probably technically are insolvent but they get the mark to market as long as things don't get any worse then they can stay in this yellow category uh, but jason it is a pretty significant amount now nobody should have more than 250 thousand dollars in a bank nobody and I don't care what bank it is this next debate is going to be about what if I'm under the 250 but and I'm not talking about hey you got five grand in the bank or ten grand in the bank we're not talking about you we're talking about hey I've got Two hundred fifty thousand. I've got two hundred thousand. Maybe I got a hundred, $150,000. hundred fifty. I've got some big money in this bank, but I'm under the amount. That's the debate, Jason. Let's play the clip, and then Jason and I will give our thoughts. Two
2: hundred fifty thousand dollars in a bank, uh, a bank account, especially if you're an individual, maybe businesses. I understand, um, but uh, you put. You're, you're going to get your money back now. How much your money is worth in the end is another story, but don't pull your money out because you're going to get that money if it fails, right?
3: Yeah, we, we don't we don't. First off, we don't want to cause panic, right? Yes, that's why that's why the FDIC, who understood that a lot of the problems with these recent bank failures were they had a lot of uninsured accounts, right? I so means they were over to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But The first thing is. Don't hedge your bets. Don't don't think that the FDIC has the capital to cover everybody because they don't. Right when they came out and said we're going to cover all accounts and over the two hundred fifty thousand, but that's they're just they're just playing paying lip service. That's exactly what they're doing. They, well, I think they they they'll print.
2: I think they'll print the money. And that's why I say it's I so wonder right. how much it'll be worth in the end. But yeah. they'll just print so it.
3: So it's not the FDIC that will bail them out. It will be the U.S. Treasury, correct? Right?
2: Yes, that
3: will bail them out. Yeah. Right.
1: That's the first part, Joe. Do you want me to continue or, okay, or stop there? So
0: so no, no. Let's have that debate here. So first of all, you hear from uh White's ratings, hey, the the FDIC doesn't have the money. You heard that plain in his day. They don't have the money. Now, Glenn Beck and I think he's wrong, but okay, let's go with he's right. The Treasury will we'll come and give you the money. Now, he does say, in fairness to his defense, it won't be worth anything, but they'll give it to you. So right now, let me tell you the, the rule as it's set right now. The Treasury and the FDIC have an agreement. The FDIC has a $100 billion line of credit with the Treasury. Now, they passed the debt ceiling so they can actually use it now. Because remember, last week the Treasury didn't have 100 billion to give, but but anyway, they do now. But that's it. So the FDIC, you know, they they had a fund with 128 billion dollars in it. That fund now doesn't, you know, it has I don't know, maybe 50 billion, something like that, whatever it may be. The way Signature Bank apparently the losses there are going to be greater than what the FDIC thought, but that's another show. They've got another 100 billion with the FDIC. Well, I just told you that, according to White's, 2,642 banks got a problem. Now, that only leaves 1,987 banks that don't have a problem. And again, you got to remember what Whites said. Well, they don't have a problem now. Right? Now, the question is, will the Treasury print the money? So let me ask you, because this is what you have to decide, Okay. We know for a fact that there's roughly 10 trillion dollars of insured deposits okay? 10 trillion. Now we know if one bank right that we know how the banking game works. We already know right if, if they didn't do something with uh, Silicon Valley Bank, the whole banking system was done, right So they're all is the Treasury going to print 10 trillion dollars? Because what we're saying is, take the national debt and add Tentra. Now, they could do something and say, hey, maybe the Treasury only has to print a trillion. Or maybe the Treasury only has to print two trillion. right? Whatever that number is, you've got to weigh, what is the likelihood that that will happen, number one? And then number two, to Glenn Beck's point, gosh, if they do it, and of course, got to remember, think about what the national debt would be that year. Could we have a national debt of 5, six, eight, 12, 14 trillion if they, if they all had to bail them all out? Uh, that, that would be the, the question. And of course, at that point, Jason, what good would it have been to keep it in there if it doesn't buy anything?
1: I, I think I know what's going to happen. And uh, I have a problem with uh, all this speaking about the Treasury printing anything. They haven't printed any money since 1963, but I have a feeling I know it's going to happen, so we'll hit the break, I'll, I'll I'll give you my take, Joe, which I, I think I know it's going to happen. I think it's kind of written on the wall. Okay, so,
0: when we get back, Jason thinks he knows. That's coming up next.
1: Welcome back. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, and, and uh, we were talking about uh, Dallas Brown and, and Glenn Beck talking about the ratings of these banks, and... And Joe posed the question. You know, you talk about you know Glenn Beck. The, the treasury will just print it, and I just it just that's the one thing that Glenn Beck said that was kind of silly to me. And any of these people, the tre- treasury doesn't print anything; they borrow it, right? So, so but that that aside, the question really is 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 Dallas Brown? Joe has said this many times that we all understand that the FDIC doesn't have enough money to cover those that are under two hundred fifty thousand. They just don't have it, right? But money is just an idea. You can make this up as you go along. And I think I know what's going to happen, Joe. I think it's kind of easy. Let I me mean, make it a, an easy example for the average dude out there. you got a guy working the nine-to-five. He's got his family, everything. He's got, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars in savings. And he's dealing with a couple thousand dollars in his checking. That's how all his money works, right? You know, maybe he's got a savings or something in there that's really building up for retirement. And there's ten or 15000 20000 a low amount of money, which should be insured. But the banks fail. FDIC can't pay. How are we going to fix this? How, this, guy's, this guy's account just got frozen. And now he's been told, well, we're working on it, but you won't have access to your funds for 90 days. That guy is going to go into foreclosure. won't be able to pay his car loans. This guy, this average guy out there, that's, you could be the guy listening, he's in panic. right? And this is when the Fed rolls out his digital currency and says, look, you can wait to see if your private bank can fix this thing for you Or you can just sign your your account right into the Fed digital currency and you'll have your funds immediately transferred and you'll be ready to use your money. I think this is the way they're going to do it, Joe. I think if the fake money, as fraudulent as it is, it's sitting in the bank account. It's just the bank is the one that's failing, right? So the money exists. I guess the bank's assets don't work. So yeah, they need to use those depositors to shore up their bad investments. But the Fed doesn't care about that. They care about their digital currency. Joe, I think this is like I said. They got to play the hero in a horrible situation, and we're building up to the horrible situation. And it's going to be another one of those: how much freedom can you afford? Can you afford to stay with your private bank? Because this is going to be a privatization of the banks. And I've seen it with healthcare. People that are on government healthcare, they're treated like second-rate citizens at hospitals and at doctors' offices. Or you have your private health insurance, you get treated a little better. I think we're, this is the way they're going to put digital currency in, Joe. They can, they can cover everybody's losses under two fifty. And they're going to get a huge public response that's positive. The Fed's not bailing out the banks. They're bailing out us. That's how
0: I see it, Joe. Interesting. And you know what? I think I think that's that's something where, and I think I'm in the minority, right? Where, hey, they're not gonna what they're gonna do, and I've said this over and over. Hey, you had two hundred grand in there, but you know what? You've had two hundred grand in here for like five years, ten years. You obviously don't need it. Right, we're going to give you. They're going to set an amount. Here's ten grand. Right, you got ten grand to pay all your bills and do all this and that. And if you got, you know, if you're under a certain amount, we all have access to it. You know, you you post. You know, you got to remember, sixty-five percent of the country lives paycheck to paycheck, which really means hey, I really don't have a lot of money in the. Even when I got money, I'm going to write checks or have it, you know, taken out of my account almost. Almost immediately, right? Because the mortgage is due on the first, then I got insurance, I got a car payment, right? But at the end of the month, I really, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. It's for all the rest of the money. It's going to be one of two things. They're either going to lock your money up and hand you a slip of paper that says, hey, it's still your money. You just can't have it right now. But we'll let you know later when you can or, to Glenn or Jason's point, hey, we're going to figure out a way to give you the money. The, the question's going to be, what is that money going to be worth? And I think everybody out there will know, right? And to Jason's point, I think what they'll say is, we could do the Glenn Beck thing? Oh, my gosh, but holy smokes. That two hundred fifty thousand, that would be like now you, you maybe have like a hundred thousand, right? Because that's how the, the the buying power will be so much less. But if you come over to our bank, the new Fed bank, the digital bank, yeah, it's going to be worth less, okay? But but mm-hmm. instead of it only buying, you know, a hundred, a hundred and fifty thousand, so it's still more. So which one do you want? Right. Or, or Joe it could be
1: simpler. It's, it could be simpler. They could say, "Hey, look, uh, your your private bank is. It might be completely washed out. We can't guarantee any of your money." And they might just say, "Well, we'll offer you seventy five percent of your funds right now. You sign the line, uh, or you risk zero by staying with your private institution. It could be something that simple, Joe. You lose twenty five percent. That, that
0: one actually probably makes the most sense that I've heard." Uh, and, it's a wonderful life, Joe. It's a wonderful need life. These to get paid. These bad market crash need to get happened, paid, to your point.
1: in the market crash, and, and a, it's a wonderful life. You know, George Bailey comes running in. He's supposed to be going on his honeymoon, and he goes in there, and this is the crash. They had the doors locked. They let everyone in, and here comes the guy running. Hey Potter, Potter's giving fifty percent on everyone's shares, and the guy's like, "Well, fifty percent's better than none." And people start leaving to go get in. And, and, and George Bailey has to talk everyone out. Like, look, he's he's not selling. He's buying. He's he's taking all your assets. And that's, uh, you know, so that either way, Joe, whether they devalue the, the Fed coin when you go in there or they just give you a smaller amount going in to begin with, either way, you're going to lose. And, and this is why I don't trust the banks. You know, they're going to have their emergency, Joe. They're going to have it. Now, I don't know what's going to bring it on if it's going to be a geopolitical emergency or if it's just going to be an all out economic emergency. But they will get their pound of flesh, Joe.
0: Yeah. And again, uh, we will keep you updated. Uh, the The disturbing news uh... from weiss was the amount of banks which they say are already red uh... well over six hundred banks that are totally insolvent that any depositor outflow uh... would would ruin those banks and then of course another nineteen hundred plus banks that what, what they're calling uh... code yellow uh, which means, hey, anything, commercial real estate, recession, you name it, uh, interest rates go too high, all of those banks would then be code red. When we get back, we're going to help you stack your portfolio. Believe me, it's better in gold and silver than it is sitting in that bank account. Take the radio news hour. We're going to wrap it up right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two gold's up seven nineteen sixty five. Uh silver just jumped into positive territory twenty three dollars and sixty five cents. I don't know. Uh, I will tell you I don't know. Here's what I do know. The FDIC doesn't have the money, period. And to Jason's point, the Treasury doesn't print money. It borrows money now is it safe absolutely not does that make you feel safe no now listen if the treasury had listen the treasury had i'm sorry if the fdic had i don't know a couple trillion dollars i'd feel pretty safe the fact of the matter is they got like 50 billion if that right now with a hundred billion dollar credit line that's it you need to cover yourself, because I'm telling you right now, these banks are not safe. There's another wave coming. This wave is significant, and I hope you prepare. At this point, uh, right now, I got two great items: the ten dollars liberties. Listen, this is the buy. If you're talking about it, what gold do I buy, it's ten dollars liberties. I know you're like, but Joe, you've been saying that for months. I know. I don't control it; it's just the best buy out there. Eleven hundred and $25. You buy 20 or more, $1120 silver. We did this I think a week and a half ago, we blew them out. We're doing it one more time. I've got about 300 rolls of half dollars. Half dollars The same price as dimes and quarters, and you know that doesn't... Of course, it's happened twice in the last 10 days, but believe me, this is rare. Rolls a half dollars at $250 a roll. So you got your silver, right? That's 20 silver half dollars. Great barterable material. And then you got the $10 liberties, right? $1,125 dollars. Uh, 10 or, or, tw- I'm sorry, 20 or more, $1120. And like I said, the half dollars at $250. That's your silver item at 800 And I, I think that, uh, you know, Brown laid it out pretty good. Man, I, I, I don't know what the fed's going to do in two weeks. I, I really don't. But based on this, I got to believe it's a pause. I, I but I don't know. Uh, and again, the higher the rates go. Jason's like, "No, Joe, no. It's like the higher the rates go, the more of these banks go into the red column. The more of the banks that are green will go into the yellow column." We'll have to wait and see though, won't we, Jason? 1210
1: banks in the red. Twelve hundred and ten banks in the red. That's what he said. I don't even we got to that part oh, of the my video. Bad. Did I
0: did. do bad. I probably did bad, bad. on the
1: last segment. You said six hundred. It's like wait a minute. There's twelve hundred ten in the red, and there's over three thousand in the yellow and red. So it's over half the banks. He, he they admit, hey, if the if the red banks go under and then there's a run, the yellow banks fall. They just say that outright. So so yeah, there's Joe is right. Over half the banks, and they maybe they don't all fall, but they're going to need extreme measures to, to to float, and that means. I'm going to go back to it. I think the 722 that the Fed identified last year, I think all those are gone in the next
0: five years, Joe. I, that's just what I think. 800 You've heard the evidence, right? So I, I'm not saying this. This is just what it is. What are you going to do about it, I guess, is the big question. What is everybody going to do about it? Take the Radio News Hour. God bless everybody.